Welcoming to the first back to school fantasy football podcast ever. Uh, you know, we thought we would, we, you know, uh, we thought we'd bring you guys some some laughs, some hopefully a little bit of uh, insight on what we're thinking, and you know, kind of get some got to kind of kind of get some juice going on for the league here. And so, uh, I'm I'm joined by the defending champ. Name is Cody Douglas. Cody, thank you, thank you. How you doing today, sir? Good, Corey. How you doing? Just so good, good to hear. You. I was uh, so I good was... to hear you call me the defending champ, Corey. I fucking hated every <laughs> second of it, but I can't. I can't deny it. I gave you Justin Jefferson in hopes that I could win a ship. You and did. You fucking turn it on. Turn the on me, and you fucking won it on me. Not happy about I it. I did. Congrats Love to your Bears on Sunday. Thank Cubbies, what they do? You went two games, right? Did they win? Yeah. Did the Cubs win a game? They uh, they lost. They they just lost baseball games. That's kind of what they do. Uh, I, we sold our so Sunday they, night they tickets because I was there. Like, yeah, they're shit. They're just an actual dumpster fire. But it's okay. They're building, Corey. Gotcha. They've got well, a direction. Hey, you know, it's football season. Fuck. Yeah. They need one. They need one. The Bears won. That's what's important, all right? <laughs> in the monsoon, like, dude, future baseball is on the decline. It's football season. The Bears are one and zero. Pulled out the dub against. That's up. Gotta gotta That's respect really it. Gotta respect it. Um, so. Exactly. So what we're going to do is every week, hopefully I've already talked to Perk Bob, every Wednesday we're going to come out with a podcast. Uh, we're going to, this week, we're going to take a dive in at, at the draft that happened last Monday. Kind of give our, our favorite picks from some rounds or our least favorite picks. We're going we're gonna to take a look back at week one matchups. And then we are going to take a quick look at the waiver wire. And then we're going to dive right into week two, see who we predict is going to win those week two matchups. And so let's just dive right into it, Cody. So buckle up, boys, because you're on the content train. Yeah, exactly. And so we're going to start with round three through five, which I'm counting the first first two rounds as keepers. So basically rounds one through three, um, but I'm I'm just going to count three through five. And so, Cody, who is your favorite draft pick in round three through five? All right, so I'm going straight chalk here. It's not exciting. It's not flashy. But the pick is certainly exciting and certainly is flashy. Perk taking Javante Williams with the first overall pick in the draft was brilliant. He needed a keeper. Derrick Henry's 28 years old. He'll soon be a glue stick. And, uh, I mean, he took the best player in the draft, plain and simple. 11 targets on Monday Night Football, that helps. It does. It does. And I only expect him to get a – more and more carries, more and more opportunities as uh, as they realize that Melvin Gordon no longer had any juice and hasn't had any for like three or four years now. So. Yeah, Javante just looked good. I mean, I have him in my big dynasty league. I mean, Javante looked faster. He looked crisper. That fumble on, on the goal line really soured me. 
Um, but yeah, Javante's stud going forward. I think he's a no-brainer keeper going forward. I went with. And what's crazy about the fumble, Corey? Yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I mean you're talking the difference between 18 and 25 there. Yeah. I think that's just kind of where he's going to be every well, week. Well, and, and I'm not sure if you watched the game, Cody, but it's. I mean, yes, I'm Javante fumbled, but it seemed like every fucking play, Russell Wilson couldn't get the. the couldn't get the snap off. Like they were rushing. Yep. It seemed sporadic and it seemed like just a dumpster fire. That team has so much talent. They, I, I could not believe the way they shit that, that game down their pants. It was, it was an embarrassment. That'll, that'll uh, itch when it dries. That's for sure. Yeah. So I went with, I went with my, like uh, Cody and you and I talked before the draft. Um, I, you know, you and I both watch or listen to, uh, on uh, the fantasy footballers, Pity City is my guy, uh, and he went right before me at five. He went at four. I'm at five. I was contemplating. Stu took him at four. I mean, just the week one, he goes nine for one twenty one in a in a touchdown. I mean, you just you, how, how does that change my mind? It it makes me wonder. Looking at Krieg's team, he was at three. He has uh, Zeke Elliott. He kept and um, and uh, Alvin Kamara, who didn't have great first weeks. I wonder if Pity City should have been the pick there for for Kriegs at three over Mark Andrews, who again did well, at, you know, as in the tight end realm for, um, and I think it was like a top top five tight end still. But Pity City, I think, is a long term stud keeper. I wonder if if Kriegs maybe a little fuck up there. I, I you know what I thought the same thing, but I think ultimately having that massive advantage in the tight end position is going to be huge for Kriegs. Um, as he's going through the year. And and it's one game from Pittman. Mind Great. you, I love him. You know I love him. Yeah. But And I think that volume will be pretty consistent. So, I mean, you're talking the, the gap between uh, two really damn good players, but I no, mean, I, yeah. I probably would have gone Andrews too. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I probably would have too. I just, you know, you, you know, you look at after week one, Pitty does what he does, mm-hmm. and Mark Andrews, and, you know, you know – because I think what happened, Mark Andrews did a lot of his damage with Lamar Jackson hurt, and so I just wonder what is Lamar is Mark Andrews that guy, the tight end one with Lamar Jackson. Uh, we'll find. I out. think that's a fair concern. Yeah. So w- then, what's our least favorite picks of uh, round two or five? I th- I think this is pretty easy. Cam Akers first round to Stegman. Uh, you know, guys, there's just too many question marks through that guy. To, to take him in the first round. I, I was shocked. I think it just showed that Stegman doesn't do much research. Research, And, again, I think it's just another year that Stegman uh, donates to our league. I appreciate it. We need guys that donate. And so a first-round uh, Cam Akers picks might end up being a donation for Stegman. Cody? Yeah, I, I hate to pile on Stegman here, but I also have Cam Akers down here. I mean, if we're just talking about a guy coming off an Achilles injury – which is currently undefeated against running backs in the history of the world, and apparently unless your name's James Robinson. I, I just yeah. I can't touch a guy coming off of an Achilles injury. I don't want to touch a guy who's going to be a, in a split backfield. I think he might actually be the backup. At least that's what the week one touches. Look like that. And, Look, uh, I'll that on Thursday. And you just uh, you just major question marks around K-Makers. I can understand the pick being like sometimes you got to go after a guy with league-winning potential. But yeah. Cam Akers just—he's just not that guy. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would like—I would have faulted him less for taking like a reach on Travis Etienne over a guy like Cam Akers. You know, 
Hey, but Tyler, if you're looking to trade for Daryl Henderson, you know whose inbox to slide into. Uh-oh. It's already started. All right. And so let's go on to round six through eight. Um, I'll start with my favorite. I'll go with J-Bob taking Michael Thomas. Uh, you know, he's a round pick, round eight pick uh, for a guy who is who has been a, a wide receiver one when he's been healthy. We've known that Winston will sling it. That motherfucker will just chuck it. And in and, and a team that I think now that Winston is the quarterback, I don't think it's going to be eight, nine targets for, for Alvin Kamara. You know, you know, Winston, he ain't looking to check that bitch down. He's trying to chuck it. And so if, if, if Michael Thomas can stay healthy and that team, you know, maybe is downing some games because, hey, they gave up some points to Atlanta. So if their defense is not as good as we thought they were, they could be in some shootouts. Like Michael Thomas could be a back-end wide receiver one. If you're taking him in the eighth round, I think it could be a very, very good pick. Cody? Yeah, I, uh, I got – Gabe Davis down here, Corey, and I don't mean to toot your horn. I'll try not to uh, let these guys know you're about to break your arm patting yourself on the back here. <laughs> but you're, you're telling me I can have the number two option for the Buffalo Bills who have the best quarterback built in a fucking lab on earth. I, I'll take that. And Gabe Davis yeah. showed you in the, at the playoffs last year exactly what he's capable of. He can be a huge, huge weekly guy, a, a weak winner on a week-to-week basis, especially in your flex spot. And – uh I mean, over the course of a year, the Bills are going to run two games worth of plays more than anyone else just based off tempo. I, uh, I thought that was a tremendous pick. And then honorable mention here, I, I liked my A.J. Dillon pick. I'm sure Love other him. guys wanted him right where I took him. You know he's, I did. He's a mid to high end running back, too. He's going to do that all year. Probably a little unconventional since I have Aaron Jones. But, shit, I'll plug those two hogs in every week, get 30 out of them, and then drop my two uh, – my two ferals out there at wide receiver and see what happens. I agree. I, Cody, I agree. I think, uh, I think, and I, I don't want to, I, I don't like overreact over one week of football, but watching that game on Thursday, like I, for some reason, the way Josh Allen played, like, I don't know if it's even a question anymore who the best quarterback in the NFL is. I mean, he was so good. He was just, I, I don't know. Like I, like, I know Mahomes threw five touchdowns on Sunday, but, like, different competition. I think I think uh, Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. And so, yeah, having yeah. Gabe Davis there. And A.J. Dillon, I mean, Cody, A.J. Dillon's, I, I think he out-touched uh, Aaron Jones 16 to More 10. opportunities. Yeah, yep. he, had, he had more opportunities. I'm sure you watched the same podcast I did. Uh, yep. and, and so, I mean – AJ Dillon, like I want you, you, you knew like around before you took him that I wanted him right after you, and and that was a great snag. And yeah, I think it's a great pick. Um, let's move on to our least favorite, Cody. Who is your least favorite pick in uh, those rounds? Well, I don't mean to pick on Clark here, but I I, I hated Hawkinson. I hate that pick at that spot. Yeah. You have so much premier talent around there to to build depth on your team, get some more flex options, build some running back depth. I, uh, I'm kind of in the position, Just this might just be managerial for me, but if you're not in on those top three, four tight ends, I tend to want to wait and yeah. find a guy in the later rounds. I don't want to spend, uh, you know, a sixth, seventh, eighth round pick on a tight end, especially one like Hawkinson, who, to be quite honest, just can't stay on the goddamn field. All the yeah. talent in the world, I hope he proves me wrong, but uh, I wasn't a fan of that pick. Yeah. I agree, and I also, again, I don't mean to jump on Clark's back here, but I also took a – player that Clark took, and that's Josh Jacobs. 
I just think like at that point in the draft, there was like a, a big pool of running backs that seemed like the same exact, like who knew who was going to be better. And I don't want to be the guy who takes the first one out of that bunch. And he did that. And so, yeah. you know, he, he could have had Gabe Davis that was two picks later. And then right around that range, Damian Pierce, I know he didn't have a good first week. You got Chase Edmonds, A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard, C.E.H. Like, I don't, I don't think that Josh Jacobs is any better than those, four, those other four guys, five guys. And so, like, I, I thought, I thought there was a tier, a clear tier break. And I thought he, I thought he went for the high tier, uh, the first guy of that tier. I, I would rather, as a manager, have the last guy of a tier. And I just thought it was a little bit of a reach for Josh Jacobs, who we just don't know what the Raven or the, what the Raiders are going to do with him. Yeah, it's tough to tell. Josh Jacobs is a good piece, but if he's yeah. not going to be the third down back, if he's not going to be involved in a pass-heavy offense, then I agree. you're just kind of hoping he scores a touchdown every week. Great. So let's move on rounds 9 through 11. Cody, who's your favorite pick 9 through 11? All right. It's Cordero Patterson. I mean, how in the hell does a yeah. guy who finishes RB11 last year in PPR go in the 10th round? I don't know. I just yeah. don't know. People were scared because he's always the gadget guy until last year. But the fact of the matter is, Atlanta lacks offensive talent. They've got two guys that are worth the shit, Drake London and, uh, and Kyle Pitts. They've got one guy who can't stop gambling on football. And then wow. now they've got Cordero Patterson. And you're talking about a team that's going to be down a lot this year. Cordero's heavily involved in the passing game. Yeah. He's out on on the field even when he's not carrying the ball there's just a ton of opportunities for him and he showed in week one why he's such a valued guy yeah i was listening to a bunch of podcasts today about you know selling high and cordell patterson i mean you you're, you hit it on the nose when damon williams went out it's and if he's out for a while cordell patterson has an opportunity to be an absolute stud um i went uh a little different here and i i think it's i think it's something that you know, people are like huh but i'm actually going to go devin singletary in the 11th round and this is why I watched Devin, Devin Singletary in the first half on Thursday, and I thought he looked better. Uh, I thought he was quick. I thought, we, did we just forget that his last five games last year he sprayed? And then, obviously, the Rams were sucking ass, and I think the game was kind of out of reach there in the second half, and they went with James Hook, who fumbled. I don't think uh, Moss is a guy who's really going to do much. I mean, maybe they bring him in. But I think in, in, a, in, a, in a closer game – I'm wondering if Devin Singletary is the guy, you know, and I think he could be, again, in a high-powered offense, can he be a guy who is a, is a solid RB2, RB2 the rest of the year? Um, again, I think, I think Thursday was just one game, and I think um, there will be better things to come for Devin, Devin Singletary. So when he was out there, he looked really, really good. Uh, yeah, I agree. And if you just look at the way he ended last year, you're talking yeah. about a I mean, an RB1. Mind you, I think that's the far extreme end Certainly. of his top-tier outcomes. But, I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take a, the bulk carry guy on the best yeah, offensive agree. football. Sign me agree. up. Uh, what, who do you, who's your least favorite pick of uh, 9 through 11 there, Cody? George Pickens, no question. Yeah. I hated yeah. it. Um, I mean, George Pickens is trendy, yeah. right? He's hot. They make him sound sexy. He's a fucking physical freak. No. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I'm just not willing to – to take George Pickens at that point when you got Deontay Johnson, you got Chase Claypool, you got Najee, and the guy running the goddamn show is Mitchell Trubisky, yeah. the Nickelodeon MVP, all right? Like, 
I just I can't I can't take a rookie wide receiver in that position. Even if it trends are that rookie wide receivers outperform their ADP, yeah. I just don't see it in picking situations. Didn't get many targets on uh, on Sunday, that's for sure. In a high powered overtime game, it was it was definitely concerning for for basically the what I mean. He's like I think he's like the fourth option for Pittsburgh. I mean I think uh, uh, well, oh, what's his name uh, the tight end? Oh shit! Why well, I can think of it. Uh, Fire Muth. Oh, the, the Muth is loose, of course. Yeah. And uh, I, I think Muth is, you know, I think the Muth is, is is surpassed George Pickens in that pecking order. And so, yeah, you're taking a wide receiver four on an offense who I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they are, but yeah, I think it's a reach. I'm gonna go with um, Amari Cooper in the ninth. I just he was right before me. Um, I just I, it's yeah. I'm sorry that offense looked garbage. On Sunday, Amari Cooper didn't look good. I, I just think it's a reach from Stu. I like I I, I get it. It's, it's the name sounds sexy um, because he he was good in Dallas last year. But with that offense, with their quarterback, I just I don't see very many great. I mean, Donovan Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, go green was their leading target re, uh, receiver this this past Sunday. And I just I, what do you have eleven targets? Oh, Don, he did something ridiculous. Yeah, Donovan yeah, people don't. Yeah, yeah. You can I mean I think I would have rather even had like I don't know. You look down here. I would rather had Rashad Bateman, who's supposed to be a wide receiver one. I would have rather had uh, Tyler Lockett. I would have. I would have rather. And I know Devontae Smith didn't have any catches week one, but I would rather have Devontae Smith than Mari Cooper because at least at least Devontae Smith's talented. Mark Cooper's on the back end of his career with a backup quarterback who's not very good. I just I. I don't know. I, I don't I'll understand. give Stu this. If he can win some games, I think he'll be uh, pleasantly surprised when Deshaun comes back. Amari sure. might actually end up being a, a flex-level play. Sure. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt. But, like, week one through what? How many games he spent at 11? Yeah, 11. Yeah, 11. 11. You're not yeah. – I mean, how do you go into week two wanting to start Mario Cooper? You can't. You, you don't. No. You don't. And so that's, that's hard when you take him in the ninth round where there are guys that are being drafted there. All right, we're, this is our last. Uh, we're, I'm not going to go like the last last couple rounds, but 12 through 14. Uh, my favorite pick, and I haven't even done this yet because I was uh, busy at work today. I will go with. I got to go. I'm just staring right in the face, Daryl Henderson. You got to start. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, you got a starting running back in the 12th round. Daryl Henderson looked better. I mean, I don't. I think. Frankly, I think they didn't even want to play Cam Akers, but Kyron Williams got hurt on the kickoff of that game, and I think they weren't even they weren't even planning to play Cam Akers that game. I think Daryl Notre Dame legend Kyron Williams. Yeah, I think Daryl Henderson is the running back one in 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 the in LA. I think he is. He looks good. Got a lot of receptions. I think their offensive line it was question mark. So I think Matthew Stafford is going to be checking down, which he did on Thursday. And I think Daryl Henderson's a great pick here in the 12th. Yeah, I'm going to give Bears some props here. I love the Jarvis Landry pick. Um, I mean, again, you're talking about Jameis loves to sling the rock. Jarvis Landry is Jarvis Landry. Every single year he does the same shit. He's reliable 12, 13 a week. And, I mean, I think he showed in week one why he deserves a roster spot. He's always going to be relied upon in the Saints offense. Should be a solid flex play any week that you need him um, until obviously he turns into glue because that's what Sea Biscuits do. Yeah. All right, let's go on to our least favorite, and I will go here with Devontae Parker. 
and again, I, I know it's the 14th round, J. Bob, and I'm like, I, like, I get it. Like, I'm not, I can't rip you for a 14th round pick. But I, there's just no chance I'm taking any New England pass catcher unless it's Hunter Henry. I think the like, I don't even know if they're rosterable right now. They're they're, they're, they're just so bad. Matt Jones injured. They're, I mean, they have a defensive coordinator running, uh, calling the offensive plays. And I, I just, I want nothing, absolutely nothing to do with basically, I don't want to do anything to do with any New England Patriot. Like, I don't want Damian Harris. I don't want Ramondre Stevenson. I don't want Devontae Parker. I don't want any of them because I think it's a shit show. I think uh, they're fucked. Mac Jones, I think, is good, but they they just don't have an offensive mind there helping him. And I think I feel bad for Mac Jones. I think he has a talent to be better than Tua or Trevor Lawrence. But you 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 have no one helping you offensively in in in, in the fucking in, in in the in the quarterback room. Like who the like? It's just bad. It's a shit show. I'm gonna go Devontae Parker as my least favorite. Uh, even though I don't blame Jay, I don't think it's a bad pick. I just think it's it's gonna turn out to be a bad pick. Yeah, Jay, I hate to pile on you here. Corey just picked that looking at the draft list. I had it written down in my notes. Devontae Parker. I said I wrote down, this dude fucking stinks. Why? Because he fucking stinks. Um, there are too many mediocre wide receivers on a bad, slow-paced New England offense. They want to run the ball. They've got the stupidest coach in the NFL, Matt Patricia, calling plays. Um, I mean, I'll be, I would be surprised, I guess, right now, is if I looked and he wasn't on the waiver wire. I mean, Devontae Parker's just got no juice. Um, I know he had some rapport with Mac Jones at the end of last year, but again, I just like Corey, I want nothing to do with that New England uh, offense. Yeah, so let's move now. Let's move on to let's review Week One matchups here, um, and let's look at our first matchup, which is probably the best matchup of the year so far. Obviously, because it's only been one week, but it was wilding out be, beating Tier One letdowns one fifty. 0.65 to 149.6. It sounded like uh, J-Bob won on some dirt fucking play by Mark uh, Marquise Brown. Um, what do you think about this matchup there, uh, Cody? I mean, it's absolutely crushing to come into the fantasy season, score the second most points in your league in week one and lose. That shit hurts, Stu, and I know it does. But with that being said, Stu chose this destiny when he locked in Tua as his fucking quarterback. Yeah. I mean, come on. Cup was Cup. Saquon looks all the way back. He's explosive. Pittman was a stud. He's a surefire wide receiver one moving forward. I know that bums you out, Corey. But, I mean, yeah. J-Bob's team is a legitimate wagon. Uh, they're my early favorite to win it all, and I'm rooting against him each and every week. Yeah, I think uh, – ooh, there's someone mowing by my house. Fuck. All right. Uh, yeah, I think it was a tough matchup. For Stu, I think uh, Saquon Barkley. Very interesting. Very interesting to see what what Saquon Barkley is. You know, I think you know three, four years ago we thought Saquon Barkley was a first round pick, like Hall of Famer. We just etched him in like he was a stud. And injuries happen. He's on the Giants. We just, we were just like, who is this guy? He shows up thirty three point four points first week. Pittman's a hog. Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to be good. Brandon Cooks has chances. Adam Thielen, he's going to have better weeks. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, J-Bob's, J-Bob's got a squad. Justin Herbert, Joe Mixon, James Conner, Cooper Cup, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, he's got a squad. I mean, 
it, it's going to come down to who is that last flex for him. Is it Darnell Mooney? Is it you know he, if he starts Michael Thomas, he goes he goes really shit and scores like one seventy one, and so he's going to start Michael Thomas going forward. And with that, with that knowing that, I mean, I think J Bob is 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 you know, like you said, I think he's a clear number one team right now. He's got the best team. If Joe Mixon, James Conner stay healthy, like I, I don't, like dude, I, I, I don't know how you bet against J Bob right now. Well, I tell you why, because you just said if James Conner and Joe Mixon stay healthy, Corey, and you want to yeah. know what those two backs don't do, yeah, they don't stay, stay healthy. healthy. Same with Michael Thomas. I mean, like, I, I think, like, I, I just think it was a Stu. You don't no panic button for Stu here because his team is good. Um, it's Actually, unfortunate for Stu. Trade me Saquon. Yeah, unfortunate for Stu. Yeah, I uh, it, it hurts if you're Stu, but I mean J Bob's team's a wagon. What I will say is J Bob's team's a fancy glass house. It looks really pretty, but let's see what happens when hard weather hits. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Next matchup we got boycott commish one hundred eight point six beating Michigan Mud Picks 73.1. Uh, I'll start here. Uh, you know, Perks Bob's team, you know, Bland's like your team was your your team was not very good, man. Like, let's be honest. Dak gets hurt. Derrick Henry. Again, you're playing the Giants and you only score eight. T. Higgins gets a concussion. Terry McLaurin with Carson Wentz. I don't want any part of it. Kyle Pitts. Like, I have Kyle Pitts in, my, in a couple dynasty leagues. And Cody, like, I know we all love, we all love him when it comes to just upside, but eventually Kyle Pitts has to produce fantasy wise to get to the George, to the, even the George Kittle, the Travis Kelsey, the um, Mark Andrews realm, and he's not even close there yet. To me, he's not even close. And so, like Lance should be in panic mode. Boycott, Kamish, Stegman, he gets a zero from Cam Makers and still scores 108. Great. I think there's better days ahead for DJ Moore. Drake London looked good. Brandon Uke, I'll blame it on the weather. I, I don't think these – I don't – I'm not sure if either of these teams are playoff teams right now, but luckily Stegman got the worst team in the league, and that's Lance right now, and he, he only had to score 108 to win. Cody? Yeah, I have it written down. Perk picking right up where he left off last year with another miserable performance. Uh, I know Perk's going to be his harshest critic here. He did go. He took Javante. That's a keeper moving into next year. He has all the juice, uh, despite the fact that Denver's coached by a fraud. Um, I fully expect Derrick Henry to bounce back. Uh, I mean, he's he's King Henry. Uh, sure. But at the end of the day, <laughs> your second highest fantasy scorer had 13.8. And uh, Perk had seven fucking players in single digits. It's just not going to get the job done. So, yeah, like, meanwhile, Perk- meanwhile, Tyler gets zero points from Cam Akers, still wins. Yeah. Um, as far as Tyler, Tyler's season-long outlook, I think you got major concerns about your running back two and flex spots until uh, until DeAndre Hopkins is healthy. And I don't know what J.K. Dobbins is going to be. He took the two riskiest running backs on the board this year. Team, so. And it's funny because we were giving Stegman some shit uh, at Krieger's at, uh, golf outing on Saturday. Like, oh, he gets the right. Oh, hey, nice start with Cam Akers. And so was Perk. But, like, Perk, like, I look at your bench, like, Jahan Dodson, like, you're going to start him against me. But, like, I'm not feel. I wouldn't feel good about starting Jahan Dotson every single week. I think you're gonna be. It's one of the worst flexes. When Alan Lazar gets back, maybe helps you. But like, 
the rest of his bench, like you're not starting Kenny Galladay, Sky Moore, George Pickens, Melvin Gordon, Tony Pollard without Dak. Like it's not like his bench is giving him some some life. Like it it might be a long year for Perk Bob. Yeah, I, uh, I I tend to agree, but I hope he proves me wrong. But I uh, I got about no faith in Perk's team. Same. So the next matchup we got get Swifty with it. Jeremy Norris beats uh, Ryan Clark one thirty seven point five to one nineteen point seven five. Cody, what are your thoughts on this game? Well, I'd say uh, after a devastating loss in the finals last year to the greatest team ever assembled, oh, God, Clark no, started off with a stinker here. I mean, uh, Josh Allen will be a bully all year long, but I don't know if it's enough to carry Clark's squad when you look at the entirety. And I think that's what you give up when you take a QB early, you know. You don't have that type of depth. You don't have that those type of star flex players. Um, Josh Allen could be what Josh Allen is, and I don't know if it'll be enough for Clark to win many games this year. Um, meanwhile, I think Jeremy has quite a goddamn team. Um, he's one of my early favorites to win it all. If he can plug in a functional running back two each week, he's got Etienne, Edmonds, Hunt, Singletary, and James Robinson. I mean, at that point, he's really just closing his eyes each week and throwing a dart and hoping he picks the right one. Uh, they're all kind of on the same tier as far as I'm concerned, but I mean, they're all good options. If he can, if he can, uh, plug in a good one each week, I think he's got a legit shot to, uh, make some noise in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think uh, you know Jeremy has a is a I, to me looking at his team, I think it's very boom or bust. Uh, and DeAndre Swift, uh, you know, I think he's going to have some weeks where, you know, he's going to be an RB two, RB three. Travis Etienne, I mean, Travis Etienne was a drop away from scoring fourteen and not eight. I mean, yep. then he's an he's an he's a drop and an overthrow away from scoring twenty. And so, like, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Dawson Knox, I think, love better weeks. Amon St. Ross, St. Brown, like, like he's got a team that they can compete every single week with everybody. Um, and then you look at Clark's team, question marks and Najee Harris is with health. you got Leonard Fournette who's getting older with a bad offensive line. Debo, I love Debo. I mean, Debo, I watched that game. I'm sure you did. I know you did. Like they they just toss him the ball out of the backfield and let him run. And so Debo stock on the rise. Yeah, and so DK Metcalf, he's gonna have better weeks. But again, I think come down to the last flex. If you're starting Josh Jacobs, you're 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 behind the eight ball there. And then you look at Miles Sanders, who I would sell high on. Devonta Smith, no points. Traylon Burks has got some work to do. And then you got Jacoby Myers, who should be dropped. I like Curtis Samuel, okay, maybe 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 you plug. Curtis Samuel. That's in who I'm Josh, plugging in. Yeah, that's that's what I'm plugging in for Josh Jacobs because I thought Curtis Samuel got a mm-hmm. lot of fucking just work uh, yep. on Sunday, and so yeah, I think Jeremy seems much better than Ryan's, um, but Ryan's gonna need Josh Allen to continue to spray. He's gonna need Najee Harris. The hard part about Najee Harris is like. Before, when when Big Ben was a quarterback, they would just dump it to Najee. Mitch Trubisky is not that guy. He's looking downfield. He's looking for Claypool and Deontay. And so I wonder, with the change of of quarterbacks, is Najee's stock way down? Because I don't think he – there's no way he leads the league in in targets like he did last year. Yeah, uh, I'd be a little bit concerned if I was a Najee owner. 
only because you're not going to get those 19 target weeks like you did with Noodle Arm, Big Bone. Yeah. Um, and then, Mitch is shit, but he doesn't know he's shit, and that's the problem. I don't, I don't think he's shit. I don't, I'm like, or he's, he's shit. Like, he, to me, he's like a Jared Goff. Like, he's just – he's okay. Jared Goff's shit, too. Okay. Um, the next matchup is Roto Bears Limp Dick, 142.75, beating Cody, the defending champ. One, he, so, Cody's 0-1, 140. Point one five. My thoughts on this one. Let me go to it here. Looks like here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey scored 15 points and, and didn't do much. Like, they didn't give him a lot of carries. He didn't have a lot of receptions. Like, luckily he got in the end zone. Else it would have been a really rough week for McCaffrey. Delvin Cook will have better weeks. But, again, I also think, like, Minnesota, they're not – they are it's not Minnesota of old anymore. This is Justin Jefferson's world, and we're just living in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I wonder, wonder if that takes away from Delvin Cook, Keenan Allen's or A.J. Brown. Like, I wanted to take – I almost took A.J. Brown as one of the best picks because I know they're playing the Detroit Lions, but, like, A.J. Brown got fed. Mm-hmm. Hungry, and they fed him. Jerry Judy, I like him. CEH had a good first week, and so uh, I like that team. And your team, Cody, Lamar, he's going to have better weeks. I don't think he looked great week one. Aaron Jones, Bladen Egg. My biggest concern for you, Cody, is David Montgomery. I don't think you. I don't think there's no way week two you can start David Montgomery over AJ Dillon. How many opportunities do you think AJ or uh, David Montgomery got, Corey? What? How many opportunities do you think David Montgomery got? Um, I'll say, like, receptions plus carries. Receptions, uh, targets plus carries. I'll say 12. 21. Really? He got 21 opportunities, Corey. I'm not concerned about David Montgomery. If we're going to look at everyone in that game and be like, we just got to toss it out, then I think you got to yeah. toss out David yeah, Montgomery, yeah. too. Like, who I'm not really – like, so you have Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, two hogs. Like those guys will lead you to wins. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not worried about Mike Williams. Like Mike I'm not Williams, either. If Mike Williams does not score more than ten points tomorrow, I'll be shocked. Elijah Mitchell. Now Elijah Mitchell's hurt. So dead. Who are you going with? I, I think you. I think you. Aiden Dillon's got to be in your starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And then I'm between uh, Daryl Henderson and Monty. That's the big question mark. You, yeah. But I also think, like, Julio Jones is in that equation. Yeah, Julio's a good player. I'm considering him. I, I mean, uh, I like the guaranteed volume for for Dylan, for Monty, for uh, for what I believe Mike Williams will get this week, too. Yeah, so, so Mike Williams, I'm not worried about Mike Williams. I'm not worried about Mike Williams at all. He'll be fine. And so, I think, Cody, you're going to be fine. I think you got two You got two of the best receivers in the league. You're going to be fine. Mike Williams pick it up. Like, your team is no no need to panic there. Last no, uh, last uh, matchup is A B C D E F U Andrew, one forty three, to me Mahomes own one one ten point four. What do you think about this matchup there, Cody? I uh, I'm trying to figure out how your team loses when your quarterback puts up forty three and a half points. Um, but but I think that's a question better suited for Krieger. He yeah. managed to split 57 points between his remaining starters. Um, I'd be a little bit concerned if I was him. I don't know that he's got a ton of depth. I think Krieger's uh, internal panic button's probably uh, going to get hit here soon if he goes 0-2. Uh, 
Um, and I just don't know what was uglier, uh, your start to the golf season or the start to his fantasy football season. So, um, Corey, you've got some dogs, but uh, Dak is hurt now. Um, so yeah. you're you're kind of uh, looking figure out who your quarterback's going to be. Allen Robinson laid a fucking egg. You know I love him, but he looked like the Allen Robinson of last year. Yeah. Um, I have some concerns about your depth in your RB two position. I think you could say that about almost every single team in the league. Sure. So that's just kind of the way it goes. Um, I agree. They scored a lot of points week one. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think, uh, A, Krieger's got some issues. I think uh, Damian Pierce is not the guy he thought he was going to be. Uh, you know, Rex Burkhardt got way more carries than Damian Pierce. Uh, Chris Godwin's hurt. You know, and then Michael Carter, I mean, he scored 17, but – Cordell Patterson, 22. So I, I think he's got a couple guys there he can plug in. Like, there's no way you're not starting Cordell Patterson over over uh, Damian Pierce this upcoming week. But, like, again, Zeke Elliott, uh, no quarterback. What that's going to look like. Kadarius Toney uh, clearly didn't even get a reception or a target all game. Only played, like, six six snaps all game. Chris yeah, Gallagher, I think his, his wide receiver, too, is the weakest in the league. Yeah, I agree. And so, like, Elijah Moore, like, again, you've got freaking Joe Flacco throwing the ball. And so he's got some huge concerns. I think Alvin Kamara, no one need to worry about that. Patrick Mahomes is a stud. Mike Evans will get his. But the rest of it, like, you know, he needs some help. Like, you can't just do it with Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Scornia, I don't know, like 70. And then, you know, you, you've got to have something else. So, I'm concerned about him. My side, like, I, I think I my RB2 is a concern. Because I, I think Antonio Gibbons is not going to score me 20 every week. I do think that I have, with comes to Antonio Gibson, Brees Hall, Rashad Penny, and um, I just picked up uh, oh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, think, we'll talk about that in a bit. Corey. I think every one of those guys, one of those guys each week is going to be an RB2. It's just going to be really hard to figure out which one of those guys it is. Um, yeah, I like the long-term upside with Brees Hall. I do think he's a super talented back, but you got to wonder, like, he's, I just a don't, like he's a jet, Corey. Right. right. I agree. Luckily, Antonio Gibson plays the Lions this week, so I'm plugging him in this week. But, again, my other two is concerned, CeeDee Lamb without Dak. I have no idea what to do with CeeDee Lamb. Like, I do I want to trade him and just get out without, get out from underneath what I think. Do you think you could get CD Lamb value for CD Lamb right now? Because I don't. No, there's no. Of course not. Of course not. If I get yeah, CD, if, if I get CD Lamb value, I would have already traded him. Yeah. But I also don't want to just do like what? Like I was talking to J Bob. Like, do I want to take Michael Thomas for CD Lamb? Like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like again, I wouldn't trade Michael Thomas for CD Lamb right now. I don't know if I would trade CD Lamb for Michael Thomas again. Like, hey, Cooper Rush. Set fire up chips, like maybe maybe he just one of those like maybe Cooper Rush just you know just target hogs C.D. Lamb. Maybe it's good for C.D. Lamb. I don't know. And so yeah, there's some question marks here, but I think uh, Allen Robinson. I'm not concerned about. This will be fine. But hey, one forty three. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's a hog, so I'm not worried about it. All right, let's, let's talk about next, next week, Corey. What on next week? Um, let's look at waiver wire. Let's do that. And let me yeah, let's do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm pulling it up right now. I am too. Uh, so, um, we had – let's just go about who bid on who. 
And let's see here. I let's see. Uh, Michigan Mud Pig spent three dollars on Zay Jones, dropped Sammy Watkins. He also picked up Robbie Anderson, fifteen bucks. I did spend fifty dollars of my one hundred sixty dollars on Jeff Wilson. I think he's going to be the starter there for eight weeks. Uh, J. Bob spent three dollars on Price. You spent a dollar on Jordan Mason. <laughs> Krieger spent eleven dollars on Kyle Phillips, and then uh, <coughs> you picked up Gerald Everett for zero dollars. Dropped Wendell Robinson. For those, for that group, who do you think you who's your oh then uh Craig also spent seven dollars on uh DPJ. Who do you think is your favorite ad there? Um I'll be honest, Corey. I think you overspent on Wilson and it's clear Probably. from the offer sheet, but I think you're the only guy who got a legitimate impact possible starter here. The rest of us are kind of throwing darts. Yeah. Um I mean Jordan Mason for a dollar is me throwing my dart in the San Fran backfield. Dude could be yeah. on the waiver wire tomorrow. Who fucking knows? Um, Robbie Anderson. I, I mean, to me, Robbie Anderson was what – I mean, if he didn't have the long touchdown, then he's pretty much just a nobody last week. I don't have a ton of faith in him, but I do think it's a fine move. Uh, I mean, I, you know who I really like? I really like Kyle Phillips. I mean, he's a little Hunter, Hunter Renfro type wide receiver. Tannehill seems to have rapport with him, targeted him nine times. Um, he's a rookie slot. He, I mean, he could he could turn some heads. Yeah, I, I think my favorite pickup of the of the week is Kyle Phillips for eleven dollars. Uh, it just seems like when he's on the field, and I think he, I think he got like I was listening to it. What when Kyle Phillips was on the field, he got like over fifty percent of the targets, and so like like they like Kyle Phillips. He's a rookie. Like I, I think they he could be a, a playmaker here for him. Um, I agree. Do you have do you have who's your least favorite ad of the week? Um Yeah, I, I'd probably say Robbie Anderson for 15 bucks. I think we yeah. just know who Robbie Anderson yeah. is at this point. Yeah. Um if he doesn't catch a long touchdown, he busts for you and he costs you weeks. If yeah, he does, like, he's a, he, he could be a week winner. I yeah. he's volatile. Uh yeah. I'd like I also wasn't the biggest fan of uh of DPJ for seven bucks, but that's only because Cleveland's offense is a dumpster fire. But I get what Krieger's doing. He went and got two guys who got a ton of opportunities in week one. I think that's a, a good strategy for him. Yeah, I think my least favorite is is, is uh, Robbie Anderson. No one else even put a bid in for Robbie Anderson. And so clearly when you could have got him for a dollar and you spent 15, um, I think that's a mistake. Um, I just think Robbie Anderson, we know, like you said, we know what he is. He's a boomer bust. I don't know how in any any realm of possible that I would ever start Robbie Anderson with confidence. And so for a guy who, again, nothing's changed in Carolina. They did they did run the least amount of offensive plays this past Sunday. Uh, but, like, it's, it's D.J. Moore. It's Christian McCaffrey. Um, and I just don't know if $15 for Robbie Anderson is worth it. Like, if you're going to – Perk Bob, please start Robbie Anderson against me this week. I would be – I would – feel even better about that. And I think I just think it's too much. Let me let me just ask this question though. If yeah. you own Leonard Fournette like Clark does, yeah. what are you doing not going out and picking up Rashad White? I don't know. Good question. If you own Clyde Edwards Hilaire, what are you doing not spending a roster spot on Isaac Isaiah Pacheco? Yeah. I mean again if you if you have guys if you have guys on your roster that you think are um are just not worthy of a, of a spot. 
why aren't you going to pick up handcuffs? Yep, your own handcuffs. Because I can promise you that's why I picked them up. Yeah. Handcuffs win leagues. 100%. All right, let's move on to week two. Week two preview. Uh, first matchup we have is ABCDEFU Perk against Michigan Mud Pigs. Uh, Cody, what is your prediction for this this matchup? Yeah, I uh, Corey, I just don't know how you lose this matchup. Um, that being said, I don't know if T. Higgins is going to play. I don't know what he, the status for his injury report is. I, uh, but I mean, you've got Hertz, you've got Taylor, you've got Gibson in a good matchup. Kelsey's a feral hog on Thursday night. You get to watch him. We hope Sutton bounces back. I know me and you both like him. Gabe yeah. Davis against Tennessee on Monday night. You got bookended wide receivers who you're going to, I mean, you're going to get to watch football every day. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I don't mind Perk's schedule. I think he's got good matchups too. He's got Terry against Detroit. He's got T Higgins at Dallas, Javante against Houston. I think he's going to get fed. I think the only way you lose is if Javante sprays for 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I think uh, I I like my matchups, you know, John Taylor against Jacksonville. Love that. Um, Tony Gibbs against Detroit. Love that. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I think he goes for at least 15 tomorrow. Uh, Gabe Davis, I like the matchup against Tennessee. Allen Robinson, I'm very curious. I'm starting Allen Robinson, but again, like if he doesn't, if he doesn't score double digits, so doesn't score 10 against Atlanta, like where do I go? Like, I just do. You, do you do you drop? I mean, I I don't know. Like, I don't think you can drop him based off. No, I'm I mean, not going to drop. He was up 97 of the snaps, Corey. At some point, you just got to no, catch I a goddamn agree. ball. I understand. They talk about oh, hey, they saw too much zone against Buffalo. That's why it was a Cooper Cup and and Tyler Higby day. Exactly. But like again, he's got to score double digits this week. Because uh, I just traded in my or before the week one, I traded. Uh, Amon St. Ra- Ross, because I'm, 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 my team is loaded. I trade Amon Ross St. Brown in third for Allen Robinson. I need, a, I, I'm all in on Allen Robinson, and so I need, I need double digits from. Him. But I just Derrick Henry against Buffalo, like I just don't see him going off against that team. Javante Williams has a chance against Houston, but again, if T. Higgins is out, I don't see a guy on his bench that and and that can that can hurt me, and so I, I'll go with me winning. Uh, by by 15 or 20. Next matchup, we have Tier 1 Letdowns against me and my homies. Cody, what do you got for that one? Let me take a look here, Corey. I've got... I think Kriegs has better matchups this week. I really do. It's damn near a toss-up. Um, that being said, Saquon is seriously so fucking back that he might score 30 himself. Yeah. Uh, I'd be pretty worried if I was Kriegs about Zeke's season-long output with Dakert. I just yeah. don't know what it looks like. And I'll be honest, they were so bad that you start to wonder, like, maybe Zeke would be better with Cooper or yeah. with Cooper Rush. No doubt. Maybe. Just yeah. just, just based on vo- volume, opportunities, yeah. getting right. the rock. Like, at some point, you got to lean on Zeke. To me, if you watch the game, Zeke was explosive. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I just worry if they're if they're not going to score touchdowns and Z can't score touchdowns. He definitely so. looked better than Tony Pollard, which I think there was a question mark if if Zeke was actually a better a better running back than Tony Pollard. I think there was no doubt in that in that game that that Zeke was is better. Yeah, I just I, the only thing you got to worry about um, if you're Kriegs and where you have a major major advantage if you're Stu is your wide receiver two spot. Yeah. Kriegs is trotting out Olave. Stu's trotting out Deontay Johnson. I mean, yeah. there's a pretty clear separation there. Yeah, I, 
This is a tough one because I, I really like Stu's matchups. You Carson Wentz against Detroit. You got Saquon Barkley against Carolina. You got Nick Chubb against the Jets. Pittman against Jacksonville. Deontay Johnson. Darren Wall. You see, you see how quick <laughs> Stu drops to a <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. So quick. I mean, you got you got Darren Wall against Arizona. I think Arizona might be the one of the worst defenses in the league right now because they're just so on so there's so so many injuries. Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen. And then you look over at career side, like Patrick Mahomes has to go for 30 tomorrow. I, I think this is I think this is over. Because you got Alvin Kamara against Tampa Bay. Like, I don't know. That's a tough matchup. Zeke against Cincinnati. Like, who knows what that is? Mike Evans, question mark. Chris Chris Olave against Tampa Bay. <laughs> Ugh, that scares the shit out of me. And then you're starting Cordell Patterson against the Rams when the Rams I love that. The Rams are pissed. They're they're coming off an embarrassment on Thursday. It's at the Rams. Like, that scares me. Michael Carter. Again, where where is that match? Like, where, you know, Michael Carter's, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to go stew here because I just, I there's too many question marks on Krieger's offense right now for me to feel good about, like, getting 20. Like, who are you getting outside of Patrick Mahomes? Who are you, like? Who would you bet money on in this matchup that's going to get 20? Mike Evans. Huh? Mike Evans or Kamara. Yeah, he's always going to score a touchdown. I get that. I get that. So Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, I think I like Krieg's matchups a little bit more, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Okay. So next matchup, waddling out. J-Bob against Nate Najee by nature. Cody, who's, who, who do you got here? Waddle and Allen, Najee by nature. I mean, J-Bob's team is a fucking buzzsaw. That's yeah. just what it is. Um, He's got Herbert, Mixon, Connor, Cup, Waddle, Brown, Michael Thomas. Until I see these guys lose, I'm not going to bet against them. Yeah. I don't even fucking – oh, it's because his kicker's projected for zero this week. Don't know how that – Harrison Bucker must have – oh, he died, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I just have a hard time thinking that Jay's going to lose many games this year. The big question marks for him, though, and I'll just be honest, Jalen Waddle and Dallas Goddard. I don't know yeah. if those guys are worth a shit. Rest of his team stacked, though. I uh, and then you look over here, and uh, I mean, Josh Allen, Hog, Najee Harris. I don't know what that's going to look like right. next week. Yep. Leonard Fournette left the game at the very end. Little bit lame. Yeah. I don't know. He was limited in practice today. I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. I do like DK against Seattle a ton. I think they're going to hand too. him the ball at least five or six times. He's going to yeah. have manufactured touches. Yeah. But like to me, Josh Jacobs, his total is inflated 14.3. No way in hell I think he gets that. And then uh, I don't know about Christian Kirk. I like Mike. I, the fact that this projection has Jacobs over Brown and, and uh, Kirk over Thomas tells you everything you need to know about ESPN staff. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I think uh, J Bob is a better team. I think uh, I think Clark has too many question marks. I think you know. I think Josh Jacobs is concerning. I think his running backs are both have a Q next to him. Um, and I, I just think you know, Cooper Cup and Justin Herbert and Marquise Brown and James Conner, like Jalen Watt, like I just think there's. I don't see enough firepower on the other side to give my to give really Clark a chance here. So I'll go I'll go J Bob by by a bunch. And then next matchup we got uh, boycott commission against Roto Bears limp dick. Uh, let me go to this matchup here because uh, I haven't looked at it yet. Looks like they've got uh, Bear winning by thirteen point nine. I mean he's got Kyler Murray against Vegas, Christian McCaffrey against the Giants. I love that. 
uh, AJ Brown, Jerry Judy, George Kittle, if he's healthy, uh, Claude Edgewire. Ooh, man, he's he's got a big game tomorrow. They're starting CH and McCole Hardman. That's a little concerning. He's starting McCole Hardman, but I just think his team's better. I mean, Stegman's still starting Cam Akers. Like, I just I I, I don't know how in the fucking world you start Cam Akers this week. Brandon Ayuk, I like him, but again, I don't know how you start him with any confidence. DJ Moore concerned after week one. Drake London against the Rams. Who knows? I think Bear wins this one pretty easily. I think Bear has a better team. I think Edge Brown goes off. Christian McCaffrey, he's going to have a 30-point week and against the Giants. Why wouldn't that be the week it happened? So I'll go with Bear by, by a billion. Bear, do yourself a favor. Bench the dude who had three catches for 16 yards in a tutty last week and put yeah. Jarvis Landry in your goddamn lineup. Tyler, yeah. do yourself a favor. Take out that bum-ass Cam Akers or trade me for Daryl Henderson. Wink, wink. Yeah. And then fu- – Put Rex Burkhead in your lineup this week. They're My going ball. to get doused by Denver. Rex Burkhead's going to be in the game. He's going to get opportunities. He's a safer 10. I would rather start Jamal Williams over Cam Akers. I would too. Me too. Like, I just, I uh, Cam Akers is on a I need to see it first basis now. No, there's no way you can start Cam Akers this week. And maybe he changes it by tomorrow but or, or Sunday. But there's no way I'm starting Cam Akers. And hopefully he changes that. It maybe makes this, uh, makes this matchup a little more competitive. Uh, next matchup, get Swifty with it against Mr. Jones and me. Cody, who you got? You're in this I mean, matchup. Corey, I'm going to win this matchup, buddy. It's just as simple as you that. I, uh, I'm in, I'm not even in panic mode if, if I go 0 and 2, Corey. I won the league at 6 and 7 last year, so anything can happen. But, uh, the key here is like, I just don't know who I'm going to start. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this lineup's very fluid. Zach Ertz is hurt again. I may be trotting Gerald Everett out there tomorrow. Not a bad idea. Without without freaking Keenan Allen, I would do that right now. I don't care if Zach Ertz is healthy or not. I might just trot Mike Williams and Gerald Everett out there and say, someone go get me 20. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. I just don't like uh, the idea that I could trot Ertz out there on Sunday and he could be – you know, limited again. I mean, they were feeding three tight ends in Arizona. So uh, Mike Williams needs to bounce back for me. But, uh, I mean, I, I like his team too. He's got Swift against Washington. I think that's a pretty favorable matchup for him. Diggs against Tennessee on Monday scares the shit out of me. I know I'm going to get burned by some fucking trash-ass Docs and Knox seam route, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I really like Amon Ra and Chase Edmonds too, yeah. so – I, 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 Cody, I'll, I'm going to go with your team by a bunch. I think uh, your team just bettered. You got Devontae Adams and that, that two headed monster. And, uh, you, know, ty- and you know, you look at the other side. Okay. What, what do you mean? He's got Tyreek Hill and Savon Diggs. I, I just don't know. I mean, I think Tyreek Hill is in a different situation. Uh, at Baltimore, is going to be a tough matchup. Devon Diggs should spray. Um, I just think Mike Williams, I, I would be shocked if Mike Williams doesn't get you 20 tomorrow. Lamar Jackson should go off. And so, again. I mean, Devontae Adams against Arizona. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, Pete's is locking in. For, he's, he's in my DFS lineup this week. For that sure. might just be a 30-burger. Yeah. I just I, – my only concern is, is um, you know, Kareem Hunt against the Jets compared to David Montgomery against Green Bay. Like, Yeah, that's a fair like, concern. He's, he's got you projected to – like, you're, did David Montgomery to outscore Kareem Hunt? I don't, I don't know why that is, honestly. Like – I, I just – I would rather have uh, Kareem Hunt in this matchup. Um, Side note, Bears plus nine and a half is a lock this weekend, Corey, just so oh, you know. God, yeah. They're plus nine and a half? Plus nine and a half. Oh, my God. What a matchup. 
Uh, what a what a line! I mean, holy cow! Um, also, yeah. um, if if Jeremy wants to talk Etienne, you know, slide my inbox. Is I know he, you're disappointed. Is he starting him? No, he's he's benching him. He has I both would... of uh, he has both of those backs. Wow, I I'm not sure. I think I would start Travis Etienne with Cream Hunt. I I probably would because I'm sick, but I can see why he's starting Cream Hunt. I might against, start... against the Jets, Corey. Dude, he's got James Robinson and Travis Etienne. That's an interesting little thing he's got there. Yeah, I know. I want one of them. Yeah, me too. I want both. <laughs> um, so, all right, all right. So, I think I think you get it done, but I think it's going to be interesting. I think uh, now that the more I look at it, if he makes some changes, I think he puts Travis Etienne in for Cream Hunt. It could be closer. All right, uh, let's see here. That's Is that it? That's pretty much it, buddy. Those hey, are all the matchups. That's the matchups. Well, hey, guys, uh, I uh, hope you guys enjoy some content. Hope we get you guys get you guys fired up for week two. Uh, next Wednesday, Cody, hopefully Cody and I and Perk will put it, we'll uh, take a look at week two, look at the uh, waiver, wire order, waiver wire for uh, next week, and then look, you know, we'll preview week three. And so, hey, appreciate it, uh, guys. Uh, also, hope- fellas, if you got any great ideas for any segments, anything funny you want to toss in, let us know. Absolutely. We're, we're a podcast by the people and for the people. We're Absolutely. just here to provide some content, get the people talking. It's we provocative. Just, we, we want you guys just to, to enjoy it and uh, get you fired up for the week. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this will do it for you. So thanks, guys. Uh, hey, go green on Saturday. Go blue.